This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Heaven podcast with LD and TJ. Can you dig that, baby? <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Rock and Roll Heaven, the podcast where we talk about the lives, careers, and deaths of famous musicians. I am your host, LD, almost at 100%, and along with me for the ride, as always, is TJ. Oh, hey. TJ, I disinfected the entire apartment. Yay. So, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm almost there. I feel like I have that phone operator voice right now. Yeah, you're not 100%, but you're getting closer. I bet at least I have Better a voice. than last time. On Tuesday, I thought I was going to die. So when we recorded on Wednesday, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> so Yeah, we recorded, it wasn't even Wednesday, it was Friday. We were recording the oh, day yeah. it had to go out. Sorry about that, that it was late, guys. Yeah, sorry but that's about that. Exa- but that's why. LD had no voice. She felt like she was going to die all week. So we had no choice but to record the day that we were supposed to put it out. Yeah, but it got out and it looks like you guys really like it. So I hope you're liking Yay. this episode. Which is going to be about music conspiracy theories. Woohoo! I'm so excited to do this episode. I love a good conspiracy theory. Yes, you do. And I need to say this up top because apparently there's libel issues. But I have to say, these are just theories. These are not facts. Most of them probably aren't real. And uh, this isn't meant to hurt anybody. They're just fun to talk about. They're fun to talk about. And I pulled everything off the internet. And there you go. So (laughs) So don't sue us. Yeah. The big thing is I'm going to do this episode and then I'm going to poll TJ and see which one she actually thinks is the most believable. So pay attention, Missy, because there will be a quiz at the end. Boo. (laughs) I didn't sign on for that. (laughs) All right. Our first one is that Paul McCartney is dead. Wait, he's not? No, John Lennon's dead. And, oh, it's John Lennon's birthday today. The day that we record this is actually John Lennon's birthday. And there is a conspiracy theory about the death of John Lennon. So, happy birthday, sir. I knew there was a conspiracy theory that Ringo is actually dead, and the current Ringo is not the real Ringo. No, it's the Paul McCartney is dead. I thought it was Ringo. No, it's never going to be Ringo. So that the Paul McCartney is dead and the current Paul McCartney is not the real Paul McCartney? Exactly. Okay. Paul McCartney. So I just had the wrong Beatle. Yeah, you just had the wrong Beatle. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Paul McCartney never wrote Maybe I'm Amazed. He never formed the band Wings. He never clashed with Yoko, became a vegetarian, or fathered any of his children. When Queen Elizabeth knighted him in 1997, she was actually knighting someone else. This is because conspiracy-minded Beatle maniacs say Paul McCartney secretly died in 1966. Theorists claim that other Beatles covered up his death, hiring someone who looked like him, sang like him, and had his same jovial personality. But guilt eventually got to them, and they began hiding clues in their songs. Like in the song Taxman, George Harrison gave his advice for those who die, meaning Paul. The entire Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album was awash with Paul is Dead clues. 
The Beatles formed a new band featuring a fictional member named Billy Shears, supposedly the name of Paul's replacement. The album contained John Lennon's A Day in the Life, which had the lyrics, he blew his mind out in a car, and recorded the phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, which becomes evident only when the song is played backwards. Lennon also mumbles, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever. And in interviews, Lennon says that the phrase was actually cranberry sauce and denies the existence of any backwards message. Paul is dead believers think that the Beatles accompanied these backward tape loops and veiled references to deaths with an album cover that illustrates the loss of their friend. The original cover of 1966's Yesterday and Today albums feature the Beatles posed amid raw meat and dismembered doll parts. Ew. Yeah. Just ew. Symbolizing McCartney's gruesome accident. If fans placed a mirror in front of Sgt. Pepper's album cover, the, the words Lonely Hearts on the drum logo can be read. The number one, the word one, the number one, X, he died, the number one, the word one, and one. That makes sense. And of course, there's the Abbey Road cover on which John and George and Ringo forewent all pretenses and pretended to cross the street as a funeral procession. John wore all white like a a clergyman, Ringo the mourner dressed in black, George donned jeans like a grave digger, and Paul wore no shoes. He didn't need them because he was dead. And then his walk is out of step with the others. So that's the Paul is dead theory. And uh, personally, I, I, I can't buy into it because when I looked up all the information... They had him dying in 1966, 67, 68, 69, and 70. So if you can't nail down a date, I don't, I can't buy into it. What are your thoughts on that, that, that conspiracy theory? I actually knew this one before and had found some different information than what you had. But um, I don't know. That one's kind of, I mean, I could see where people would believe it. Well, we have another this person's dead coming up. I would. I did not have the foresight when I was creating mine to put them all together like you did last week. So <laughs> there's another, this person is dead coming up. But like, the thing is, is the Beatles were so recognizable that they would have to find someone who basically looked like his clone that sounded exactly like him, that had the same style as him, and that had the same personality as he did. I went really down into this one when I first saw it Um, because I think I was looking up just something stupid one night, like sitting at the bar or whatever. We're talking about it like, wait, isn't he dead? I don't know. Is he dead? And we were looking it up just to see if like the whoever claims to be Paul McCartney currently is dead or alive. So I kind of rabbit holed that one because I thought it was interesting, but um it was an interesting theory anyways. I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, there was something in there about how like the guy playing Paul McCartney is like going nuts and letting it slip or like was threatening to let it slip with the band and they all like freaked out and I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, interesting theory. And going back to what you were saying about my foresight to lump them together, that's just my like minor OCD tendencies. Yeah, I have OCD, but it's not for that. <laughs> um, here's one that I actually kind—I sort of buy into, and I'm gonna show you the the clip 
that that makes this is that what you have queued up over there no that's america's <laughs> next top model i've been watching oh, cycle geez. 11 <laughs> fair enough <laughs> no it's actually a very short clip i'm going to show it to you and i encourage uh you know our listeners uh go look up this clip because it should go look up. i just went through puberty uh go look up this there clip. goes the voice again yeah it's a it's pretty compelling to see it but uh the conspiracy theory is that Stevie Wonder is not blind. I'll bite. What's the proof? Many people know Stevie Wonder as the American singer and songwriter is one of the most critically and commercially successful musical performers of the late 20th century. Along with being a successful singer, Stevie Wonder's dazzle listeners with the fact that he's blind but can play multiple instruments such as the piano, harmonica, and electric organ. When Wonder was born six weeks premature, doctors were unaware of the fact that the highly oxygenated elements found in newborn incubators could damage the human eye. Unfortunately, Wonder found out the hard way and would continue the rest of his life as a blind person. But there are skeptics who pose an intriguing question, is Stevie Wonder actually blind? And it turns out that this question might not be that crazy. Sports writer Bamani Jones has pointed out Wonder's references to visual imagery in the lyrics of his song, his preference for sitting courtside at NBA games, and his reputation as a childhood prankster. Uh, but there's also visual evidence against Wonder, such as a photo taken of him taking a picture of Michael Jackson's wax figure and a video of him catching a mic stand mid-fall. Interesting. Also, he has he's done things like offer to drive people home. <laughs> okay, that's just a funny. And that's funny that's if funny. he was a prankster. If he was like a prankster in his youth, that's just funny. Yeah. So that that clip is like the one clip where I'm like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, watching it, it seems like, okay, maybe he legit reached over and caught it as it was falling. But it also, because he had been clapping and he was kind of moving, maybe he went to like heard Paul coming that he was trying to like reach out and give him a high five or a low five or something as he went by. But how would he or know? Or was gesturing in some other way. Well, because he could hear him coming or feel the vibration of him coming by that maybe he went to try to reach out. I don't know. It looks pretty you know, evident to me. Like if he you've... puts his hand, he puts his hand down pretty darn low. Like, or it could be and that he was gesturing in another way too. You know, like I say, I'm not 100% convinced that he was grabbing the mic stand. Yeah, could it be? Yeah. Could it not be? Yeah. You know, there's varying degrees of blindness. Yeah. And that is one of them where you can see the lights and the shadows. Did you know that Bob Marley was killed by the CIA? I did not know that. Apparently, according to a conspiracy theory, he was killed by the CIA. But why? Oh, well, there's a lot of reasons why. So... Because he... <laughs> Fought the law. Oh, wait, no, that was a different guy. And we're going to do an episode on Bob Marley. (laughs) Don't worry. We will be doing an episode on Bob Marley probably next year. Bob Marley died of cancer in May of 1981, but conspiracy theories that claims that a CIA agent confessed to killing the singer. Retired CIA agent Bill Oxley reportedly confessed on his deathbed to killing the singer. According to a reporter by Your Newswire, A YouTube video posted by a YouTube user named Willie D explains the conspiracy theory, using Oxley's alleged own words to break down the situation. 
According to the video, Oxley claims to have committed 17 assassinations on behalf of the U.S. government between March of 1974 and August of 1985 as a member of a three-person team of assassins. This has just got it all. Willie D. explains that the operatives often targeted political activists, journalists, and union leaders, as well as scientists, medical researchers, artists, musicians, all whose ideas had an influence that represented a threat to the interest of the United States. Oxley explained why Marley was one of the largest targets in a statement, which was read by Willie D. in his video. Bob Marley was also placing the goals of the CIA in jeopardy and threatening the existence of the United States. Oxley's statement... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, apparently How? apparently, Bob Marley's music was so chill he was going to sing America out of existence, I guess. Um, sure. The thing okay. is, Bob Marley's music was was beautiful. It was, there are lighthearted songs, but like he he does have powerful political songs that are anti-war and he grew up in a time where there was a lot of political strife well yeah and that was reflected in his music so all right then uh oxley's statement reportedly read he succeeded in creating a revolution that used music as more of a powerful tool than bullets and bombs as far as the agency was concerned bob marley was too successful too famous and too influential oxley continued a jamaican Rasta man who started using his funds and fame to support a cause around the world that were in direct conflict with the CIA. Oxley's statement, as read by Willie D, went on to explain how Marley signed his own death warrant by refusing to heed the message the CIA was sending to him. As Oxley stated, the CIA sent a few guys to shoot up his house in Kingston. We had a message for him. We impressed upon him the gravity of the situation he found himself in, and he didn't listen. Two days later, in the mountains, I stuck him with a pen. After the shooting in Kingston, Willie D. explained that Marley moved into the, Blue, into the Blue Mountains in Jamaica to practice for an upcoming concert. It was there that Oxley used his press credentials to gain access to Bob Marley, introducing himself as a famous photographer for the New York Times and presenting Marley with a gift, which was Converse tennis shoes, according to Willie D. He tried on the right shoe, and he screamed, Ouch! Oxley continued in his statement explaining that the gift was instrumental in the assassination plan. That was it. His life was over right then and there. The nail in the shoe was tinted with the cancer virus and bacteria. If it pierced the skin, which it did, it was good night, nurse. According to Willie D., Oxley claims that he kept in close contact with Bob Marley during the later years of his life, ensuring that the medical advice that he received would hasten his demise rather than cure him. Meanwhile, fact-checking website Snopes has determined that this theory is false, even questioning the validity of Oxley's statement itself, whether or not there was anything more to Bob Marley's death than natural causes, and there's no solid evidence to the contrary. We can say with certainty that a CIA agent named Bill Oxley did not confess while on his deathbed in Maine to assassinating the singer, it writes. What's more, according to Snopes, is there's no record of a Bill or William Oxley ever having an association with the CIA, making this theory unlikely. So, crazy man talks? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's don't how know. cancer works. Well, that was my only thing, is I don't think that's how cancer works. But stranger things 
have happened, if it hadn't been cancer, I might have bent to to uh, giving it a solid, you know, possible vote. <laughs> yeah, if it had literally been anything but cancer. Yeah, because I feel like there are a lot of things that you could do in a similar way that could present to something else. There's plenty of toxins out there that could present like a heart attack or like a stroke or like any number of natural causes that were still poison. But I don't think cancer is one of them. And I don't, I'm fairly certain you can't inject a cancer virus with a pinprick. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure you can't inject a cancer virus, period. Maybe I'm wrong. Doctors let us know. But with a pinprick, I don't think you're going to give a guy cancer. Yeah. Well, they also said that there was, like, bacteria in it. So. Yeah. I mean, I would. Yeah. There there was a story of, like, the guy that was walking across the bridge. And there was a guy with an umbrella. And he, like, poked him with his umbrella. And it pierced the skin. And then he died of a heart attack. Like, I've heard that story before. So, like, yeah, what you're saying is, like... Oh, yeah, they use this all the time in television and movies and stuff. Like, it's an actual thing. You can do that. I would hope that people don't. Don't do that. But, um, I mean, it's a legitimate thing, I think, that can happen, but not with that particular outcome. Yeah, and, I mean, you can do polio or smallpox or... I this I think this is like pretty much pre HIV, but also like that's a that's a slow burn kind of thing. Yeah, like cancer. That's a very slow burn thing. Cancer takes a I I have had people in my family that are affected by cancer, and it's it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. It you can have it for six months and pass away. Or you can have it for the rest of your life, and it's okay. Like it's it's, and look, I'm and anything bro- in between. <laughs> broad strokes here. Please, please understand that I've lost a lot of friends to cancer. But I'm saying, like, if they wanted something more immediate, why not a gunshot to the head? Why not another biological weapon? Well, even if and- they didn't want it to be suspected of it being a hit or an assassination. Again, you could use the same premise, but with a different outcome. I, uh, yeah, if it had been a different cause of death, that was a con- was considered a natural cause, I might buy it. Cancer, not so much. Yeah. So I'm giving this, I'm giving the overall theory that the government could be out for someone because of their ideals, I'm giving that a solid A, but on execution, you're getting an F. Sorry. Same. Okay, so here is the other, this person is dead. Avril Lavigne is dead. What? I know. There is a rumor that the Canadian singer has been replaced by a lookalike that surfaced on Twitter last week, but she is not the first person to be uh, subject to such speculation, which is what we just talked about. It's been longer than a week. Yeah, it's it happens and then it happens again, like it pops up from time to time. And that's how, you know, like it's not real. I've seen her even react to it of like, really? You guys are idiots. So here's a question. Did you know that Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa in 2003? Nope. 
Yeah. At least that's what the internet would have you believe. The old conspiracy theory that Levine was either cloned, that resurfaced on Twitter just a, a couple weeks ago. But it's been around the internet since 2005, and it's thought to have been originated on a Brazilian fan page. The theory claims that Levine struggled with fame at the beginning of her career, uh, began using a body double named Melissa, and at some point the real Levine was said to have died, and so the record company replaced her with Melissa full-time. And the proof includes that, (laughs) here's the proof, uh, that Avril Levine's red carpet shots where, like, so Avril likes to wear pants and Melissa likes to wear skirts. Oh, Oh, for dumb. Oh, okay. And the supposed difference between their facial features of pre-2000 Levine and current incarnations. Theorists believe that Melissa has left clues in her songs, such as Slipped Away, in which she sings, The Day You Slipped Away Was the Day I Found It Won't Be the Same. And there was even a publicity shot where Levine had Melissa written on her hand. Super spooky. Ooh. So let's go over the facts of this, okay? Either she was freaked out by fame and then and died, or she was freaked out by fame, or she died. And the proof is that her body double likes to wear skirts. Okay, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then people do like the things about, you know, oh, her nose looks different. It also could be that she's an adult now and decided that maybe she likes dresses. Or like the whole facial feature Or it's an appropriate event to wear a dress on a red carpet. This is the stupidest... I'm, well, I'm then, done with this And then one. The, the face, the facial features are like, oh, her nose is different and her eyebrows are different. I'm like, yeah. you guys know plastic surgery is a thing, right? Also, getting older is a thing, right? Like, your facial features yeah. can change once you get older. Yup. We met her when she was like 15. Yup. I'm giving this one an F. This is dumb. I'm not having, I'm not arguing this. <laughs> Why you gotta go and be so complicated, LD? Like... <laughs> Touche. Totally done with this. Here's yep. one that you're going to like. <laughs> Lady okay. Gaga is a murderer. Really? Yeah. According to say. the internet, Lady Gaga is a killer. The internet is a weird place. You know but what? If it, but if it's on the internet, it must be true. I have got to be, after doing, after doing this episode, specifically for like two things that I looked up, I am probably on some sort of government watch list. Most likely. <laughs> so if you, if someone tries to give you a pair of sneakers, just say no. Yeah, no free shoes for LD over here. No. So a bizarre internet hoax accuses six-time Grammy Award winner, the, the six-time Grammy Award winner, of killing off one of her rivals and then covering up the evidence. Lady Gaga murdered artist Lena Morgana... And assumed her identity for fame. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Yeah. So So then wouldn't she be called Lena Morgana? You would think so. So frustrated by her mm-hmm. lack of success, then backup dancer Lady Gaga eliminated artist Lena Morgana, emulating her look and style and game fame almost immediately. According to believers, Gaga's monster is all about Morgana's murder and the man who helped Gaga pull it off. One online forum has claimed that Gaga was behind her friend and fellow musician Lena Morgana's death and later stole her identity. The 
32-year-old is said to have been scouted by the same agent as Lena before they ended up working together on a song called Wonderland. However, while Gaga ended up being signed to Interscope Records, Lena tragically fell to her death from the roof of a Staten Island hotel in New York at uh, when she was just 19 years old. The claims say that Gaga was behind the tragedy and later uh, took on her identity, which includes the outrageous onstage personas. And it's also been claimed that the scene references Lena's death in the music video for Paparazzi as she is shown falling from a balcony. However, claims can't be true as the star was in Los Angeles at the time of her friend's death in New York, and that's the end of that. So there's another moment in Paparazzi where the they show a, a page of a newspaper which reads, Lady No More Gaga. Some theorists have believed that there is too much similarities in the words Morgaga and Lena's name Morgana to be a coincidence. Even though Lady Gaga has been hounded with the false accusation for years, there are some fans that have come forward to stick up for the star. In a comment section of a recent conspiracy theory video, a supporter revealed that there's no way that the theory could be true because according to them, they said Lady Gaga was in Los Angeles getting ready to travel to Ibiza where she filmed the video for Poker Face on the 3rd of October 2008. After filming that, she went to be the opening act for the New Kids on the Block. And so she wasn't even in the city when Lena died. Plus, by the time she was doing Poker Face, she was already kind of famous. No, I think Poker Face was her first one. Was it? Yeah. Right, then scratch that. Whatever. <laughs> if this is to be believed, then like, sh- then wouldn't she have had to kill Morgana before she was famous enough to be doing a music video? Like, that's a whole thing. My, I don't this, my, the this one is, thing that doesn't a dumb theory. I don't like it. It's the one stupid. thing that gets me is, yeah, she was she was working hard for a really long time, and like people call her like an overnight success. But the fact is, she was like working her butt off for a right. really long time. Also, she has the talent to back it up, and people are like they'll put a side by side comparison of uh, Lady Gaga and Lena's pictures together, and they're like, look, they're pictures look almost exactly alike like look what lady gaga's wearing and look what lena's wearing i'm like yeah it's like a short and a t-shirt it's yeah it's it's not that big a deal y'all i don't know i don't know i don't buy this lady gaga's got like the talent to back up her fame there are other pop stars where i'm like you have naked photos of somebody and that's how you keep getting albums but lady gaga is incredibly talented you know what? And she's also an amazing actress. So I'm giving this one an F. Sorry, kids. I don't buy it. Moving on. How about Katy Perry's actually JonBenet Ramsey? All right, I'll bite. What's the what's the uh, proof there? Honestly, this is one of the ones that makes me feel dirty. <laughs> like this conspiracy theory is gross to me. Oh, why? Because on the night of Christmas 1996, a child beauty pageant winner JonBenet Ramsey was killed in her family home in Colorado. And she was only six. And that's crazy to think that she would she would be 30 now, I yeah. think, if I'm doing math correctly. She was six she was, in 1996? Which means she was born in 1990. Yeah. So, yeah, she'd be, she'd be 29, 29 30. Yeah. I, Katy Perry's a little bit older than that, isn't she? I'm getting to that. Okay. And so she was only six, and a lengthy ransom note was found uh, first, and her father found her body in the basement Eight hours after they had reported her missing. So that's a little 
glaze over and catch you up on JonBenet. There are other podcasts out there that have gone into this case at length. So this is not a true crime podcast. Nope. <laughs> like the other 48,000 podcasts out there. Today it's a conspiracy theory podcast. What? what? <laughs> so if you guys know anything about the case, it's still unsolved. However, theorists have a little bit of a different theory. Sean Benet Ramsey was not killed that night. Instead, she was kidnapped. Apparently, as and we'll get to this part too. Apparently, as some sort of Illuminati conspiracy? Question mark. Her parents staged her death, and she later resurfaced as Katy Perry in 2008 with the hit song "I Kissed a Girl." Their evidence includes the resemblance of Katy Perry and Jean Benet, as well as the resemblance of both of their sets of parents. One YouTube theorist went to great lengths to prove the similarities of their eyebrows, which must mean that they're the same person. A different YouTuber points out one of the lines in Katy Perry's memoir, which also, like, Katy, you're not 40 yet. I feel like you can't write a memoir till you're 40. You're going to have so much other stuff to do. I don't know. She's got a lot going on. Yeah, I know, but save it till you're 40. I'm going to start writing my memoirs now. I'm 40. I've earned it. Oh, okay. (laughs) She wrote a reference to writing songs in early age. Not that I was one of those stage kids. There was no JonBenet Ramsey inside of me waiting to burst out. Now, if she was really JonBenet, why would she even make that reference? Well, according to the YouTuber, the Illuminati always puts clues hidden in plain sight. The Illuminati. <laughs> oh, wait, we're getting there. How it started. The theory seems to have begun from a YouTuber with a video t- entitled Jean-Benet Ramsey is singer Katy Perry posted in December 2014. And uh, fun fact, uh, it's been taken down. You can't find it on YouTube. Then how'd you see it? I did not. I did not see this. This is coming from someone else. Okay. Uh, the theory gained traction from there with several YouTubers like the one I mentioned above making their own evidence videos. The story eventually gained enough traction for entertainment news sites to start covering it in February of 2016. And Katy Perry even referenced it at the VMAs. I think this was a year ago. But what's creepy is I actually saw this happen. And the guy asked her if she was JonBenet Ramsey. And he says, blink twice if you're JonBenet Ramsey. And she's like, um, we're not going to talk about that. Which I found super tasteless. Of the reporter or of her? The reporter. Yeah. You don't you don't ask somebody that. <laughs> this honestly might be one of the worst conspiracy theories for me because there's no evidence other than a YouTuber going, their eyebrows are the same. They look similar. Okay. Yeah. But also, that was 23 years ago. Yeah. So you think... Oh, my God. And literally, all you have to do is Google, and you'll see that Katy Perry was already 12 when JonBenet was murdered. Right. And there's also... Perry's Christian pop album, Katie Hudson, which is her real name, which was released in 2001, and Perry was 17. JonBenet would have only been 11. And her records were being picked up and dropped by labels like Island and Columbia. And also, ain't no pop artist going to claim they're older than they are. Yeah. like Fair. Not happening. Yeah. Plus, the motivation for turning JonBenet Ramsey into Perry is shoddily filled in and is just hand-waved as Illuminati stuff 
Do you really think that Illuminati would take their time and resources to fake the death of a child pageant winner and then turn her into a pop star? Plus, I'm sorry. This is... I can definitely understand how you said it makes you feel dirty because it's just... This is gross because just imagine being Jean Bonnet's parents, especially her father, who found her body. This is not funny at the very like if you're going to sit there and be like they look so similar that's one thing to claim that it's actually her is quite another to act like this is not some horrible event in her family's life or a horrible event overall this is a horrible tragedy to have lost her and then now to pretend like the illuminati made her kidnapped her and made her into a pop star at the very least go check your dates make sure the ages even line up this is just before you start tearing into somebody's lives and drudging up this horrible mess that was her murder no no yeah it's it's a pretty tasteless one and mildly offensive it it upsets me on so many levels because at oh, the yeah. end, like, it's a six-year-old little girl. Okay, so here's one <laughs> that made me giggle. Uh, Depeche Mode singer is a vampire. <laughs> sure, stranger things have happened. Yeah, so the story is the excess became the priority, Depeche Mode's. So forgive me if we don't pronounce this guy's last name right because we had like six different pronunciations for it but david gone recently said about his wild days of the band in the uh, the 90s and the early aughts one of the most enduring myths from that time is that david believed that he was a vampire and slept in a coffin it's half true okay so this is like an actual fact checked thing the theory was that he might have had he had became a vampire and he actually bit journalist Andrew Perry on the neck backstage at a Depeche Mode concert. Uh, David doesn't actually remember that event happening, but there was a, you know, there was a lot of things happening back then. Yeah. When you're in a rock band. Yeah. So he also believed that a curse was put on him, which he perfectly accepts everything. And basically, if you tell him anything that he did in, in like the 90s, he believes you because he doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently for the the whole bed thing, that actually is true. It was not an actual coffin, but it was shaped like a coffin, giving rise to the idea that he thought he was a vampire. Right. Uh, as he told in Uncut Magazine in 2001. Maybe he wanted to be a vampire. He might have been. He said he definitely could have been a it's vampire in his then. own head. Even the bed I slept in in Los Angeles was shaped like a coffin. It was a huge double bed, and it was in the shape of a coffin. Ha ha. My whole life was spinal tap at that time. That was a direct quote from him. It is actually thought that the actual that an actual coffin was once delivered to Gone on tour in South America as a joke. But he used it to take naps in before performing. So the fact is... There are crazy... There are worse ideas out there. Yeah. That, so the idea is that... The conspiracy theory is that he was a vampire. The actual truth of the matter is, is that he embraced the vampiric lifestyle for a brief time that he doesn't really remember, and he did sleep in a coffin. So I guess we proved that one right. So it's half true. Yeah. Half true. Half true. Not actually whether, a vampire. Whether he's the actual mythological being can't no. be proven. 
I do, I, I will take this time to say, like, now there are these theories because people are finding pictures that uh, Nicolas Cage is a vampire oh, or yeah, immortal. I've seen all those, like, here's all the celebrities that we think are vampires. I'm Keanu like, okay. Reeves. I think Keanu Reeves. I think Brad Pitt is on there. I think Keanu Reeves is immortal because <laughs> if you look at him from 1987 to 2019, he hasn't aged at all. He just grew a beard. But again... Plastic surgery exists for men, too, or procedures exist for men, too. I know, but he looks so good to be, like, 50, 50, 50, 55, 50. There's some laser treatments to soften those lines. Oh, but he is the softest. Sorry, I love Keanu Reeves. I love... I'm not saying I don't. I love that we shifted from, like... like, I love that we shifted from completely being obsessed with bacon to being completely obsessed with Keanu Reeves as a society. Yeah, I was going to say, as a society, yes. (laughs) It went, hey, I'd rather people be obsessed with Keanu Reeves than bacon. Gross. I love both of them. I started just getting grossed out with the extremes of the bacon craze. I think in the bathroom that you use here in the pod loft, there might be some bacon soap. I don't want to find it. I'm good, thanks. Okay, so moving on from vampires to what vampires suck. Blood? Yes. I could have gone a whole different direction there, but we'll keep it clean. <laughs> we'll keep it clean for the kiddos. That kisses blood. This is the the, the the conspiracy theory. That kisses blood ended up on a Sports Illustrated issue. Yeah, there's something here that I didn't even know about. What? This is one of them. Yeah, the story. American hard rock band Kiss have never been shy about a good publicity stunt, nor a macabre merchandising opportunity. Fancy being buried in a branded Kiss coffin. The Kiss casket? It's yours for like five thousand bucks. I'm good. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be buried <laughs> in a kiss coffin. But wait, you said on an issue of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I'm getting there. You want to come in contact okay. with the actual blood of the band? Hunt down the very first super special Kiss comic book published by Marvel. And I will say at this point, Kiss is one of the best marketed bands ever. Like, they know how to merchandise. They understand the merchandising game. Yeah. So, in 1977, Kiss flew to Marvel's printing press in upstate New York and added vials of blood to the vat of red ink, which was then used for the comics. The process from the drawing of the blood by a registered nurse to the band tipping their vials into the ink barrel was officially witnessed by a notary public. So... The conspiracy theory that ended up in a Sports Illustrated magazine is not true. But what is true is they did add a vial of their blood to their comic book. That's so weird. So so it is true, but the photos were printed in the comic, although rumors that a mix-up result in the blood being used in a run of Sports Illustrated magazine sounded too good to be true. Other myths about KISS, including their name, is an acronym for either knights or kids in Satan services, and that bassist Gene Simmons' unusually long tongue came about because he had a cow's tongue grafted to his own R faults. Well, all right then. So, yeah. So, that conspiracy theory is true and notarized. So, I'm going to take a second just to say that there is a conspiracy theory out there. And I actually had notes on it. I'm throwing those out the window. There's a conspiracy theory that, of course, Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. Oh, no, here we go. Don't be mad at us, people. These are theories. These are theories. It doesn't even mean that we believe them. 
Of course, everybody knows that Kurt Cobain was the lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter for the grunge band Nirvana. Officially, he shot himself dead on April 5th, 1994. However, people believe that he was murdered, possibly by his widow, Courtney Love. Most of these claims can be tracked back to a private investigator, Tom Grant, who has been involved in the case since shortly after Cobain's death. So there was a shock rocker named Eldon who claimed that he knew who was the murderer and then fell asleep drunk on a train line with fatal results. So that, for me, is one of those, huh, weird kind of things that gives it more credence. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Love has come out with her own crazy theories. Everybody, including the police and Cobain's bandmates, Except the official verdict, though some of his friends and families have expressed doubts. The general theory advanced by Tom Grant and others appear to be that Love found out that Cobain was planning on divorcing her, cut her from her will, and leave her as a result. The, she allegedly hired a hitman who rendered him comatose with an injection of heroin and then shot him dead, possibly for his money or prevent him from leaving. It suggests that the Seattle police then collaborated to cover up the true murderer. Yeah, so there are... A lot. There's a lot of people that back this theory. There's like whole documentaries about it. It's it's nuts. Like there's a whole there's a whole culture out there that are trying to prove that Courtney Love or someone murdered him and that he did not commit suicide. So, you know. It's so crazy to think that there are documentaries after documentaries. There's soaked in bleach. There's Kurt yeah. Cobain. There's Courtney. I think that was the one that I watched was soaked in bleach. Yeah, and by the end of it, you're like, "Oh my god, like, she oh totally my god. killed him!" I could totally see that either her or someone did him in because there is a lot of evidence that could lead you one, you know, could lead you a totally different way. So into a into a homicide route instead of a suicide route. So that one, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't know. I usually I'm it, like I'm gonna vote that one is possible, whether or not it was Courtney. I don't know, or somebody else. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that it, it could definitely be possible based on what I've seen out there. But again, people with these kind of theories tend to have very strong backings and can find a strong argument, unlike some people. With, look at their eyebrows. They're totally the same. Oh, yeah. No. There's a lot of weird things that happened. And uh, we, you know what? We're going to get into this when we do our episode on Kurt Cobain. But there she are. She likes to wear dresses. The, the other one likes pants. No. Yeah. No. What's weird is things like, why did he pull out his driver's license? Right. Why did, why was a yeah. note left on the staircase? Yeah. You like could there, do multiple, some, ep- you know, you could mm. do. And I'm oh, sure will be. many people have where you could do multiple episodes just on this case. We are not going there today. Oh, I'll be going there at some point. <laughs> oh, God. Because uh, I might be sick then. No, you won't. <laughs> You're going to love every second of it. But yeah, as far as conspiracy theories go, I think this one has, it holds a lot of water because there are a lot of weird things that happen and there are a lot of threads that can be pulled so, uh, I'm giving this a B. I, I don't know. I'm voting it as possible. Justin Bieber's a lizard. Possible. <laughs> I love how you just embraced it without hearing a single <laughs> bit of evidence. Or, sure. 
coconut. Okay. Just in case you ever wondered whether it's actually possible to trace conspiracy theories back to their origins, here's one that you can. In March 2017, an eyebrow-raising headline started circulating the internet. Hundreds of fans claimed they saw Justin Bieber turn into a giant reptile. The original website where the article allegedly appeared was Australian news site Perth Now. In the article, seven several anonymous sources gave colorful descriptions of the supposed scene they saw unfold before them. Apparently, the Beebs was carelessly shaved shifting while at Perth Airport and did not, one, not two, but hundreds of fans witnessed the pop star undergo a drastic transformation from a well-coiffed singer into a slimy lizard person, better known as a reptilian. Okay, then. Yeah. What's weird is this was 2017, and uh, apparently no one had their cell phones out. (laughs) That I don't believe. Yeah. One particularly memorable quote from the article was attributed to a local skater who said that Bieber was hanging around with a big guy and his bodyguard, I guess. And they're just they were just staring because he kept turning into a huge reptile. His bodyguard was pointing at us, shouting that he'd kick our teeth in if we didn't put our phones away. But there's no video proof of this. No. Another onlooker told the site that there were girls hiding in the toilets crying. Guys were running for the exits, jumping into taxis to get out of there. Someone said that they saw his eyes go black. Another person claimed that the singer grew taller and had gross scales all over his body. Basically, there was chaos and there were phones and there were people recording the entire terrifying scene. Except for there aren't any videos of this alleged transformation. So... Justin Bieber isn't the only famous person who's been accused of being a reptilian. Other very prominent individuals that have been labeled as lizard people in the past were uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Mark Zuckerberg, Bob Hope, and Queen Elizabeth. Former BBC sports reporter David Icke, who published an entire collection of books about the conspiracy, is often cited as the authority on this theory. In his book, he has interviews with witnesses say they've seen these reptilian transformations with their own eyes, And he even blames the reptilians for a number of historic tragedies, including the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the September 11th attacks. Ike has even claimed that lizard people are behind other super secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. There's the Illuminati again. Can't get away from them. You can't. They're all seeing. But seriously, Justin Bieber, one of the biggest pop stars on the planet, is at an airport with hundreds of people in 2017 where everybody's phone has a camera on it and no one caught this and all these people are claiming to be filming and seeing it and yeah no i don't buy it yeah no i don't buy it nope so let's talk about Marilyn monroe so probably the most believable theory on our list is the one that argues that Marilyn monroe was actually killed by the cia because she knew too much and i i feel like that's that's possible she was, yeah, I'd believe that. She was romantic with both the president and Bobby Kennedy in the 1960s. And she probably, during that time, amassed a wealth of secrets from the family that she kept in a little red book. Eventually, Bobby arranged for her murder so these secrets wouldn't reach the public. This theory has become even more compelling when a former Secret Service agent reportedly confessed to her murder on his deathbed. There's a lot of these, right? Deathbed yeah. Confessions. Yeah. The, the novel, The Murder of Marilyn Monroe, Case Closed, details all the evidence and makes a compelling case. Just two and a half months after her, fa- she famously 
sang Happy Birthday at President John F. Kennedy's 45th birthday on the 19th of May, 1962 at Madison Square Garden, Monroe, born Norma Jean, would be dead. Kennedy and his younger brother, U.S. Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy, featured heavily in several Monroe murder conspiracies. In 19, sorry, in 2007, Australian filmmaker Philippe Mora discovered a partially redacted FBI document that suggested that Robert Kennedy said to have also had an affair with Monroe, like his more famous brother, may have been complicit in a plot to induce her suicide. Also implicated is Kennedy's then-brother-in-law, a rat packer, actor Peter Lawford, as the conspiracy's lead, Monroe's psychiatrist, Dr. Ralph Greenson, housekeeper Eunice Murray, and agent Pat Newcomb. The depressive Marilyn Monroe, who had struggled with drug and alcohol abuse, had been known to seek attention by staging suicide attempts, and the document suggested that she was given the means to do so. Monroe was also thought to be a liability, allegedly keeping records of conversations detailing the highly confidential government information in her little red book. And apparently, when she died, no one could find her little red book. So that's theory one, that the CIA killed her at the behest of Robert and possibly John. All right. Number two is that the mafia did it. Another sensational Bobby Kennedy theory materialized with the allegations of the renowned wiretapper Bernard Spindle, who had bugged Marilyn's house, possibly on the orders of a crooked union leader, Jimmy Hoffa, or the Chicago Mafia San Giancana. Despite reports of sightings of him in L.A. and entering her house, Kennedy stated that he was in San Francisco on the night of Monroe's death, but Spindle claims to have heard Kennedy and Monroe fighting that night with Lawford present, followed by a loud bang to be the moment of her death, the recordings were reportedly seized and destroyed in 1966. Again, pics her it didn't happen. Ginkana wanted Monroe, who was thought to have a relationship with his henchman, Johnny Rosalini, dead, according to biographer Darwin Porter, the author of Marilyn at Rainbow's End, and she was threatening to blow the lid off his operations. The Don was to have had Monroe over a barrel after coercing the screen sirens, first Hollywood contract in return for her seduction of powerful men, that the mobster wanted to blackmail. A lot of people had a lot to lose if Marilyn spoke out. She was making a lot of dangerous statements and didn't realize that she was playing with the big boys. I think Marilyn got in over her head. Porter believes that five mafia hitmen were responsible for her murder on the order of Giancana. Using a washcloth drenched in chloroform, then stripped Monroe and giving her a barbiturate enema. In another twist, Order post that could have also been one of the Kennedys that hired the mob boss to get rid of Monroe. Here, want to know my favorite one though? Sure. She knew too much about aliens. Get off. <laughs> See, here's the thing: the first two at least have a monochrome of intrigue. Like, they at least have some sort of a backing substance. They've got. They've got. A paper trail. Like, we know that she had a relationship with Kennedy, like the Kennedys. We know that she did have relationships with uh, the Rat Pack and Peter Lawford. And, like, these are all people that are possibly in her life, you know, that, that could have had that influence. I don't doubt that one bit. But this this one is just cuckoo banana pants. Uh, yeah. One of them. Oh, don't detail it. Why? Oh, just because I can't. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> One of the nuttier theories discussed in the new documentary, unacknowledged by conspiracy theorists, 
Dr. Stephen Greer, who claims Marilyn Monroe was murdered by the CIA because she knew too much about the truth about Roswell and planned to reveal it all. Gee, I wonder why it's not acknowledged by other conspiracy theorists <laughs> surrounding Marilyn's death. In the Come on. In the film, Green produces what he says is a classified CIA memo written just two days before Monroe's death. In the alleged memo that Greer believes refers to the storied Roswell UFO crash in New Mexico in 1947, JFK is to have said to have told Monroe he witnessed evidence of things from outer space at the secret airbase. We have a number of smoking gun documents, including a wiretap of Monroe's on the day before she died, which has never been declassified, Greer writes. She was threatening to hold a press conference to tell the world what Jack Kennedy had told her during Pillow Talk about having seen debris from an extraterrestrial vehicle and what the document calls a secret airbase, and she was murdered for this. Okay, I mean, <clears throat> if that's true then I think it just feeds to the first half of the theory that she was killed by the CIA because she knew too much in general from these guys. But I guess it's time to go and storm Roswell again. Let's go. Area 51, let's do this. Um, They, they did that last month? I know. Uh, I think we could rally a better crowd. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Rock and roll heaven peeps. We're going to storm out. Area 51 and find out if they're the reason why Marilyn Monroe is dead. I can't even say that without laughing. It's just, yeah, no. Ugh. The other two have such a monochrome of, like, the possibility that maybe, yes, maybe, that is true. And we'll never know. Like, it's always going to be a mystery. Marilyn Monroe's death is always going to be a mystery. But at least those two, ha like, seemed kind of plausible. The last, the aliens one, I mean, like I say, if it is true, if <laughs> the only, I can't even say this with a straight face, the only credit I can give to that is that potentially it's part of, it's like just another tick towards the stuff that she knew from John or Bobby. Like, but also, hmm. But specifically, that's the reason I feel like is far fetched. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something, and if so, if parents have sensitive kitty ears in the car, maybe cover them. But have you ever slept with someone and they told you that they saw aliens? What? <laughs> I have never been in a situation where anybody told me any kind of government secrets after we have slept together. Well, if they're in a relationship, but the pillow talk is just more intense because he happens to be the president. Yeah, or sorry. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was a Roswell, and it freaked him out that he saw freaking outer space stuff, and he's like, "Oh, baby, you know." Let me tell you about this alien I saw. Like, I really needed that after what I saw today. Let me tell <laughs> you about it. Just, I just, that's just so implausible that. Any of that would have happened to have. I need the good loving tonight. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but also, if you're the pre I mean, never mind. I can't even say that either with a straight face. Go I ahead. Say, if you're the president of the United States, one would hope that you'd just keep your mouth shut and you'd know how to keep certain secrets you're supposed to keep secret. Yeah. But I can't say that with a straight face either. So there you go. Yeah. 
All right. We've arrived at the Illuminati. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Like my drive-by. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so I'm going to say this before I read this. The Illuminati is a massive subject. There are hundreds upon hundreds of news articles, YouTube clips, books. What I'm doing is literally like a three-minute piece on the Illuminati. There are so many is more Illuminati layers. Illuminati even real? I'm getting to that. But I'm just scratching the surface because if I actually went into the Illuminati and all the information that is out there, this would be a podcast unto itself. So, And I would leave. This is just me scratching the surface <laughs> of a conspiracy theory that has been around for years and years. So please don't yell at me because it's, it's the best I can do. But if the internet is to believe... To, if the internet is to be believed, the Illuminati are everywhere controlling everything. They killed JFK and Tupac, and they made Lindsay Lohan famous. They stole antimatter, and they blew up the Vatican, and they run McDonald's. And, of course, they started the French Revolution. This is the classic secret society theory. This theory takes in a world of domination, the fixing of capitalist markets, and controlling puppet governments. And the Illuminati did actually exist. They were formed in 1776 as the Bavarian Illuminati, a secret society that was dedicated to opposed superstition, abuse of state power, and the influence of religion on society. Encouraged by the Catholic Church, the group was actually outlawed in the uh, 1780s, along with other secret societies such as the Freemasons, and they were blamed for the French Revolution, among other things. The Illuminatus Trilogy by Robert Shea and Robert Alton Wilson, published in the 1970s, brought the society back to the public eye. Now, this again is very broad strokes. According to the theory, the modern-day Illuminati control the world through their manipulation of the government and the media. According to a poll in 2013, 28% of Americans believe in the existence of the Illuminati. <laughs> this is the best part. The secret society even has a Facebook page. You can't see it, but I'm shaking my head. They have four million followers. Four million followers. Great secret, guys. <laughs> Previously, bankers, politicians, and industrialists, including the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, Henry Kissinger, and Queen Elizabeth. Again, Queen Elizabeth. She is not only a lizard, but she's part of the Illuminati. She can't be both people. You have to pick one. I think you can be both. Can't. Well, maybe the lizard people run the Illuminati. Ever think of that? Or the Illuminati run the lizard people. We're going to create our own conspiracy theories Right now. here. <laughs> you heard it first on the Rock and Roll Heaven podcast. So they, Queen Elizabeth, yeah, rumored to be in the secret gang. But in today's celebrity-obsessed culture, supposed members include Katy Perry, Madonna, Beyonce, Rihanna, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. And I'm just going to go into, like, a couple of those. Madonna is a pop icon that has been the center of Illuminati rumors throughout her elongated career. She even released a song called Illuminati on her 2015 album Rebel Heart, a conspiracy theories dream in which she names fellow celebrities allegedly on the Illuminati watch list. She sings, It's like everybody in this party shining like Illuminati, poking fun at her haters in the chorus of the song. So that's one of them. Oh, and then there's uh, the newest one. I feel like they would kick her out of the Illuminati for that. 
Well, apparently, I didn't write anything down about it, but apparently I think Cardi B is also now a member of the Illuminati. Supposedly. Supposedly. Jay-Z and Beyonce are the ones that everybody is absolutely certain is in the Illuminati. Because, like, they do the hand thing and then the eye thing. And go look it up, kids. You'll, You'll figure it out real quick what the hand thing and the eye thing is. It's like they make a triangle with their hand or they they put a circle around their eye like that all right it's like you can see and then the triangle i think is supposed to be the pyramids i don't know whatever (laughs) so jay-z and beyonce while constantly dissecting the symbology in their shows and lyrics including the rock that's the sign that they throw up the illuminati conspiracy theories are convinced the power couple are the head honchos in the secret society like madonna Jay-Z addressed rumors via song, teaming up with fellow rapper Rick Ross on Free Mason. Both Jay-Z and Beyonce have sideswiped theorists throughout their career, but the naysayers just can't stop, just won't stop. I guess they're crazy in love. I don't know. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the sing- You're not as good as th- with the song puns as I am. You're not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I accept defeat. So, again, Rihanna... Has been pinned to the Illuminati as her career scut. <coughs> that was just dumb. You could say they're survivors. They're not going to give up. That was technically Destiny's Child. Led by? Well, it was a group. Okay. I don't. I think Beyonce was the standout, but I don't think she was technically the leader. She was the lead singer in the group. I think they were all the lead singers. No. No, well, doesn't matter. (laughs) Where are they now? (laughs) So Rihanna, Rock Nation's pop princess, has seen a fever pitch of Illuminati rumors as her career skyrocketed over the last 10 years. But that pop star rarely addresses the rumors and instead just keeps releasing hits. Because Rihanna. But everybody's everybody says that Rihanna isn't it because I think she does the eye thing and I don't know. I think that's something that could be completely unrelated. But it's weird that the pop stars keep doing it and keep doing it. But I think people think that there's, and I think people think that you just can't become famous. Like you have to be chosen, and then there has to be a backing of a secret society, like. If somebody skyrockets basically overnight into the limelight and is selling out arenas and, you know, millions of records and tons of downloads and blah, 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 like they just can't have talent. They have to, there's got to be something more to it. And I think that's why this conspiracy theory is so interesting. I mean, on one side, I feel like they would have better things to do, but then make pop stars. But on the other Ah, but but who do we listen to now? Who do we listen to now? We listen to the singers and the actors. Like that's that's the people that we're we're getting our life lessons from. Those Which, are the people that we listen to. Don't even get me started on that. One person for me stands above all the rest in the Illuminati conspiracy, which is Kanye West. Hold on, I'm going to let you finish, but um, (laughs) why is that now? 
Uh, the rapper who people love to hate fights off constant rumors of the occult. In interviews and songs, the Chicago native has spoken of his Christian faith, but that is not enough to keep the watchful the watchful eye of theorists off of him. In a 2015 interview with Paper Magazine, Kanye said, "And I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try to read this in Kanye's voice, but if it happens, I'm sorry. I'm tired of people pinpoint musicians as Illuminati. That's ridiculous. We don't run anything. We're celebrities." We're the face of brands. We have to compromise what we say in lyrics so we don't lose money on a contract. Dear Kanye. <sighs> Just basically make an argument for the fact that they are Illuminati. Yeah. I think basically what his statement was was we are not in control of what we say or what we do. We're just celebrities. We're the face of something you know what and i'm and i'm gonna let you finish but i'm just gonna say that uh kanye i'm I'm sorry i mean i mean beyonce just does it does more but beyonce is the best like she she just does it better sorry bye well done ma'am so uh what is not clear about this conspiracy theory is that if the illuminati are also lizards or what's not clear in this theory is if the illuminati are not also shape-shifting lizards that live on a flat earth. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. So if you're interested in Illuminati, there, if you're interested in Illuminati, there are so many places. Just Google Illuminati, and you'll have six years' worth of information to look into. Maybe Kanye got kicked out of the Illuminati because he couldn't figure out how to be a public figure. <laughs> <laughs> Without sticking his foot in his mouth half the time. I mean, not to make anybody mad, but also, like, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's Con- like what Kanye, he's famous oof. for now. Kanye, just look, Kanye, if you're listening to us, your music is amazing, but you're kind of crazy. And thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs> make sure to subscribe. But maybe, um, Maybe work with a PR coach, with a publicity coach. Like, maybe. Just saying. He seemed to have sort of, sort of calmed down after he married Kim. And maybe that's because of Chris's influence. Who? He married Kim Kardashian. Right. Chris is her mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to play a game called TJ Wheel of Living. You get to choose from three different celebrities, and I will tell you the story of why they're still alive. Would you like Elvis Presley, Jim Morrison, or Tupac Shakur? Jim Morrison. Done. Final answer. Okay, so I, just a note to our listeners, I will be covering conspiracy theories if and when we cover these subjects, so don't worry. This will not go to waste. Okay, so... Like I was just saying, there are a ton of this person is still alive conspiracy theories. I will say one of my personal favorites was that people think that Elvis is alive because some guy in Home Alone, like one of the background actors, looks like Elvis. So people are like, oh, Elvis is still alive and he was in Home Alone. I'm pretty sure if he was alive and trying to hide he wouldn't go be a background artist in a movie thanks you never know he might need that money no (laughs) so let's talk about jim morrison what went down on 
The 3rd of July, 1971, the Doors front man died in the bathtub of his Paris apartment from an accidental heroin overdose at age just 27. And we will be doing an episode on the 27 Club. Oh, well. October needs to be longer. Another idea given credence is that Morrison actually died earlier that evening in the toilets of a nightclub called the Rock and Roll Circus, but his body was transported back to his apartment by dealers afraid of legal action. So here are the theories. Following the announcement, uh, following the announcement of Morris's death, no autopsy was conducted. Consequently, YouTuber Brookenstar is adamant that the rock star is still alive and now living in New York, alive and well and reciting poetry. There's also a theory that Jim has moved to Oregon and is living as Bill Lawyer, who opened up the Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch. Because you would totally name a new ranch after your former celebrity identity. You hoax the world into thinking you were dead. I would. <laughs> what better way? Uh, you can actually watch a face morph on YouTube on this person's channel if you really <laughs> want to get a kick. Uh, one woman put out this theory, so I'm just going to read her theory. Her name is Sarah Diane on the site Hit Record. On July 3rd, 1971, his long-term partner... Pamela Corson found Jim Morrison in the bathtub of their apartment in Paris. Authorities were called, and the French officials found no sign of foul play, so an autopsy was not performed. There were allegedly only two people who had viewed his body, and that was Pamela herself and Dr. Max Vassell. Pamela lied to the embassy, telling them that Jim Morrison had no immediate family, and this made room for a quick burial that had no priest present. Which, that's weird. Is it? To not have a priest present at your burial? I, I think it's odd that you wouldn't have an efficient of some kind. But does it have to be a priest? No, uh, just an efficient. There, but, so, it didn't say that there wasn't some sort of efficient. But I assume that was the implication, implication that she was saying mm -hmm. that, that there wasn't someone of the faith there. If you didn't want anybody to know... To make a big splash about it, and you just wanted to... Oh, people knew. Uh, well, yeah, but maybe you just wanted to expedite the burial so that you didn't have crazy chaos and crowds. But still, like, that that's not a reason to not have someone performing last rites or well, there to yeah. guide yeah. the enough. service. I'll give it to you. You know, it is, it's, for me, it's a weird little hitch. Alan Graham, who's Jim Morrison's brother-in-law, stated that Pamela flew back to the U.S. on the 6th of July, 1971. The date of the funeral was the 7th of July, 1971. It's funny that she didn't stay one day later to say goodbye to her partner. This never hit the media until the 9th of July, 1971, and that's six days after the apparent death of Jim. Unusual when a star is found dead that the media finds out within hours normally. How is it possible that... They missed this for that many days. I don't know. I just there are piece. This is there are pieces to this that seem weird, and I, I can't quite put my finger on it. But there are pieces missing that should be in place. So the theory that she's leaning towards is: what if it was all a cover up? What if Jim Morrison is still alive? Jim Morrison's always been hassled by the law, and he wanted to get his life back on track. Maybe he thought that if he ended his old life, he could start fresh and get out of the spotlight. What if he faked his own death and is now living in Oregon? Gerald Pitts, the one-time agent of the door, said that Jim is still alive. He's not the only person who has stated his case either. Raymond Zarek. Did you meet Ray? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. 
He gave me chocolate cake. <laughs> said that Jim Morrison still lives and he's living in Oregon. He stated that when he was at the grave of Jim Morrison Parison, there was no energy of Jim there. It is this belief that Jim changed his name to William James Lawyer and is running the Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch in Oregon. According to Pitts, he believed that Jim faked his own death to escape from a French conspiracy to kill all the the influential protesters from the U.S. Gerald stated that Jim believed that he was next and he was looking at who had already died. Here we go. Who had already died? Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. And Jim needed to do something before something happened to him. That's your conspiracy theory right there. William James Lawyer doesn't deny that he is Jim Morrison, but he also doesn't say he is. So he doesn't say if he is or isn't Jim Morrison. He doesn't have much to say about it at all. To prove whether he is or isn't, William would be required to get a DNA test done, which William outright refuses to do. When comparing the pictures of William and Jim, they are almost identical. He does look like an aged Jim Morrison. I believe Jim is still here. It just doesn't surprise me that Jim Morrison, what does surprise me is that Jim Morrison is running the Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch. So that's the theory. I think that there are some weird things about that story. I'm sure that we'll explore this when we do your episode as well. But honestly, that one holds water for me. There are just some things that are strange about that that I think need to be explored. So I just wanted to throw this out there to you guys. So if you're interested in conspiracy theories, you can go look up a couple more. Uh, some of them include David Bowie predicting the rise of Kanye West. Prince's death was foretold by the Simpsons. Super Tramp predicted 9-11. Mama Cass choked on a sandwich. Phil Collins let a man drown. And Stephen King killed John Lennon. So those are a couple that I was like. <laughs> I would have liked for you to have read the Stephen King killed John Lennon. I feel like that would have been really fun. <laughs> See, and I left that one out because I thought that would be the one that least interests you. No, that <laughs> one's funny. Oh, dang. Lizard people. No. Oh, man. I sorely regret my decisions now. So let me ask you, TJ, Yeah. what is the conspiracy theory that you believe holds the most water? I think the CIA killed Marilyn Monroe. Me too. I don't think that the CIA killed Bob Marley. No. I don't, I don't think that the Illuminati uh, control everything. As much as it pains me to say it, I don't believe that Justin Bieber is a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurt me. That hurt me that you said that. <laughs> the 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 one that upset me the most was the Jean Monnet one, and the one that I was oh, just yeah, like, that one was "Are bad. you are you guys what 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 happened to you? Who hurt you that you think that Justin Bieber is a, a lizard monster? What happened? I mean, I did say right up front, possible, <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't they didn't produce any proof. Yeah. So, you know, all my hard work. Oh, you're helping me. Never mind. Uh <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much the episode. The thing about conspiracy theories is I don't want to say this up top, but the thing that makes a conspiracy theory for me to be believable 
for me to believe that a conspiracy theory has legs, there actually has to be money involved in it. What does that mean? So the reason why I think that definitively I know who killed Kennedy, which is the mafia, was that there is money involved. He set up the embargoes for Cuba, which made the mafia lose a ton of money because you they had casinos based in Cuba. And so they decided to retaliate. And you can actually find a person who confessed to this in a book called I Heard You Paint Houses. And there's a movie coming out called The Irishman based on that book. So more people are going to figure out that it was the mafia that was behind Kennedy's assassination. But you say something like Justin Bieber is part of the lizard Illuminati or the earth is flat. Who profits from that? Who makes money off of that? So for me, there has to be some kind of gain for a person, for a conspiracy theory to have legs for me. I mean, it may be true, but honestly, who cares? (laughs) Does it change his music? Does it change what he does? No. So, yeah, let us know your thoughts on conspiracy theories. If we didn't cover one in this episode, let us know what we missed because... I love falling down conspiracy theory holes, even though I might not believe in all of them. I find them endlessly entertaining about what the human mind can come up with, especially when it comes to celebrities. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. So uh, thank you guys so much for checking us out this week. Check us out next week. I guess uh, based on the subject matter, I will actually be taking over next week as well, correct? Yes, because we wanted to put mine at the end of the month. Because yours is spooky. Do it. You hit it. Spooky. I love it when you do that. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm good for something. Yep. If you guys want to support the show, if you think we're doing a good job, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash rock and roll heaven. You can follow us on Twitter at Rock and Roll LT. Find us on Facebook at Rock and Roll Heaven Pod. Our Instagram is Rock and Roll Heaven LT. Still not saying our website, but you can email us at Rock and Roll Heaven LT at gmail.com. TJ, are you part of the Illuminati? I can't tell you that. Okay. Well, see if I was, I'd be more famous by now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't we all? I was going to say, we'll work for fame. Illuminati members out there. Illuminati, if you're listening. If you're listening, Illuminati. We'll totally do whatever you need us to do. I will totally do whatever you need me to do. I got. I write good songs. I, I have a camera and can do stuff, so call me. Call TJ. All right. Okay, bye. bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.